the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Chu is joining me currently. Uh, uh, he is here to break down these week four matchups coming up. I can't believe we're already into week four, already a month into the season. Uh, Chu, how have you felt about the Patriots so far? One and two, but one and oh in their last one. So not a bad thing. There you go. Um it's been uh, a little – they tug on my heart this year. They they give me hope, and then they take it away, and then they give me hope again, and then they take it away. But I'm happy with how it's gone. I mean, the defense has been a little bit shorthanded um, coming in to start the year. They haven't had two of their starting corners. And uh, they've held up pretty well. So just hope the offense can start rolling and get some deep shots. And Because that's the thing. The problem with the offense right now, there's no deep shots. And it's the same thing as last year. So – at least they uh, they look a little more in sync than last year. There's more uh, thought behind the play calls than last year. Yeah, I mean, the offense does look better, but it kind of just looks like an average, okay NFL offense now instead of, like, what the fuck's going on. Uh, but you guys, you guys got a big matchup with the Cowboys, and we will get into that, but... Uh, let's start off with the blind Thursday night football recap. Uh, Lions at Packers. It was a really good game. This has been the best Thursday night football game so far of the season. Uh, Jordan Love, I was impressed. He got some of his weapons back. Christian Watson didn't play a ton, but when he was in there, he made his plays as he has been since his rookie career. Aaron Jones back again, not a ton of touches for him, but took advantage when needed was still way better than AJ Dillon. That man stinks. Uh, but in the end, the lions were too much. Aiden Hutchinson was too much uh, with Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins out. Hutchinson was all over Jordan love in this game. Uh, Jared Goff and the offense did their thing. David Montgomery back vultured a few touchdowns from Jameer Gibbs. Sam Laporta and Amon Ross St. Brown, they've been doing their thing. They've been looking good. But uh, in the end, oh, what's the over before? Total set at 44 and a half. Uh, final score, 23-13 for the Lions. I love it. I love it. Um, the Lions, <laughs> I mean, I thought the game changed when Gamir, Jameer Gibbs finally broke a 70-yard touchdown and took it to the house. That was Ooh, like electric. That. I like that. Electric. And um, the spin to beat out that safety and then just to run past everybody and show off the speed that he showed off at Bama. He's going to be a great player. I know people have been down on Jameer Gibbs because uh, Dan Campbell can't figure out uh, that they – have a superstar on their team, but now hopefully it leads to uh, Jameer Gibbs really getting a 50 50 split with, with David Montgomery and touches because I think when you utilize and both, this is back, the, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, this is the point in Alvin Kamara's career when he was rookie at the Saints. People were like, get him touches, get him involved. I think week four was the week where, oh, Alvin Kamara is here. I think. Jameer Gibbs did the exact same. It was nice to see, but David Montgomery, he's back. He's there for those goal line touches. That's exactly why I drafted him in fantasy. He still took advantage, but happy to see this Lions offense really clicking. For sure. And I and it was a it was a hot take to start the year, but I had the Lions as my uh, Super Bowl team from the NFC. Um and honestly, I, I love what I see from the Lions so far. Their defense is a lot better. Um Aiden Hutchinson is playing at a level that a lot of people thought he would reach in college. He's already there. He's, he's one of the best players on the Lions. And yeah. uh, he's going to be a great player for a long time. So uh, good for the Lions. And uh, also shout out Brian Branch because he um, makes up for them not really addressing anything in the first round and just kind of taking players that they really liked instead of where they should be drafted. So mm -hmm. good for them for getting Brian Branch in the second round. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I think let's just, we both like the Lions in this game. 
Uh, we'll move on. I don't really want to talk about the Packers. We have a deadline. You do have a date coming up. So uh, let's keep it moving. We'll go into the week four uh, week four preview here. Starting off, we got a London game. We got a 9.30 a.m. on the East Coast game. Falcons and I, I won't even say at Jaguars, but Falcons and Jaguars. Jags minus three. Total set at 43 and a half. Um, Jags haven't looked good, but now they have their true home field advantage, which is London. And Jags play good in London. It's Jags. I don't know. The Jags haven't been good. I have been liking this Falcons team. It all depends on how this game starts. I think that if Trevor Lawrence and the offense clicks immediately, they go up quick and forces the Falcons to put the ball in Desmond Ritter's hand and have Desmond Ritter have a passing game like he did last week. And I said last week, Desmond Ritter can only throw maybe 25 passes a game max. And then after that, you're not doing the game script you want. And that is feeding Bijan Robinson the ball, get that running game going, let the defense play well. And I, defense has been playing well. I think this Jags offense has been struggling and, Falcons defense isn't going to let up anything big. Uh, it's close, though. I just, again, like I said, I think it all depends on how this game starts. If the Falcons defense stops the Jags offense early, Falcons score a touchdown, and then it's in their pan. If the Jags score early, I think it's their game. But if I have to pick, I'm going to take the Jags money line. Okay, uh, more technical difficulties. Hopefully we're done now. We were at the London game. Falcons, Jags, Chew, say what you were saying for now the third time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't really got to give a huge breakdown to this game, but I've never been a, a fan no. of, of the Jags. Um, a lot of people are way higher on Trevor Lawrence than I am. Um I mean, I'm looking forward to the game. I think it'll be a tight game. Um, Atlanta's defense is much better than it was in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Trevor Lawrence is going to have to play well. If he plays well, I think the Jags will win. If he uh, plays like he did last yeah. week, the Jags will lose. And I think it's pre come, pretty much comes down to, to that, honestly. I mean, the Jags defense needs to play better, and I think they will. I mean, they're playing Desmond Ritter, so better stop him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think at the end of the day, you said it. I I don't really have any strong leans in this game personally. If I'm going to take, I will take the Jags, but uh, tough game to pick. I feel like we're both going to be avoiding this one for the pick -em. We will keep moving uh, back to the one o'clock slate. Steelers at Texans, Steelers minus three, total set at 42 and a half. This Steelers defense has been very, very, very good and mainly part uh, of it is because of AFC Defensive Player of the Month, TJ Watt, six sacks already on the season. And they're going against a very banged-up Texans offensive line. They were missing four starters last game. I don't know who's out, who's in. I think Tunsil was close to playing last week. but And as great as CJ Stroud has looked, I don't think he's played uh, defense as good as this one yet. And even though Kenny Pickett sucks... Steelers defense is good enough to win them this game. And the Steelers defense has been winning them games all season and they're going to beat the Texans. Yeah. I don't feel too strongly about this game either. It wouldn't surprise me if Houston was able to pull off the upset just because a lot of people don't have. Agreed. Yeah. And a, yeah. A lot, there's not much tape out on a, the Houston offense and CJ Stroud. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they can hit a couple big plays in there. Um, the Steelers corners are the, probably the weakest spot of their defense. So, I mean, if you can hit Dell or Collins going down the field, um, I could see a, a, sh a low-scoring Houston win. Um, but you never know. I mean, the Steelers are the better team, and they're the, the better coach team. I mean, D'Amico Ryan's just started out, so we'll see. But yeah. um, Mike Tomlin is always a above 500 coach. So, I mean, um, even if they go down one and two, I still – or sorry, if, if they go two and two, um, I still have faith in the Steelers. Um, I just think Houston's playing good ball right now. They're a better team, and they, they got a little more uh, confidence now with uh, Stroud under center. I think it's very fair. I mean, 
the Texans offense is easily better than the Steelers offense. It will come down to whether TJ Watt and this defensive line with Larry Ogum, Joby uh, and Alex Highsmith going against the banged up Texans line, or if Stroud can, and he has been hanging in very tough pockets, getting the ball out to his young guys. And if they can make plays, that should be it. They won't, it's again going to be a low scoring game. That total totals looking pretty good. 42 and a half. Uh, Again, we'll save our picks till the end with the pick'em, but I don't know. I kind of like that line. Uh, keep going. Rams at Colts. Rams are minus one. Total set at 45 and a half. Uh, it seems like the Rams should have the higher line. I, I like. I think it should be more like Rams minus two. This Colts team has looked pretty good. But I like, is Anthony Richardson going to be back? Is he trending to be back? Do we know yet? He has a concussion. So those are tricky. I mean, you never really know until, uh, until game time. Um, yeah. I don't really think it matters. I think Gardner Minshew is just as good as Anthony Richardson at this point in their careers. Ah. Anthony Richardson ah. will be a better quarterback, but I think right now they're just. They're just such two like different players where it's like it's hard to even compare the two. Yeah. Like they played the complete opposite way of like at quarterback, where it's like maybe yeah, they'll probably like win you the same amount of games this season, but like just completely yeah. different ways. But yeah. Uh and oh, 12 minutes ago from Schefter, breaking news. Uh for the second straight day, the Colts listed QB Anthony Richardson as a full participant in practice putting him on track to play Sunday against the Rams. Um, I immediately like the Colts over the Rams in this game. I think that the Colts defense has been playing very, very well. Uh, again, not the toughest matchups out there, but they've been playing well. This is going to be, uh, I guess, the real first test because Matt Stafford and Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell have been doing their thing. I'm not going to mention Tyron Williams because he's not very good at all. Uh, I don't know. I think this could be a Colts a Colts win. Colts are at home. I think that that def- that always plays a factor. Yeah, I don't like the Rams at all. I think they got overhyped just because uh, beating the Seahawks week one. Week one, a lot of smelly games happen, and you, you know it goes both ways. You can get a huge upset. I mean, the Bears yeah. beat the Niners last week or last year in week one. So. Um, yeah, I, mean, I don't think the Rams. Are, I don't think the Rams are going to be um, a team to to contend this year at all. Um, I like the Colts in this game. Okay, uh, we will keep going. Uh, battle of the zero and three teams: uh, Minnesota Vikings at Carolina Panthers. Vikings minus four and a half. Total set at forty six and a half. Uh this is another one. Is Bryce Young actually going to play? Uh, however, the uh, Panthers offense with the Red Rifle, uh, Andy Dalton, and Adam Thielen looked pretty damn good last week uh, against the Seahawks, who I know we both liked their defense in the offseason. They've been banged up, so we'll talk about the Seahawks when we talk about the Seahawks. But, uh, yeah, I... This is a very good Panthers offense. Or no, very good Vikings offense. I am so sorry. Uh, At least the passing attack anyways. Yeah. (laughs) The the Panthers defense is very banged up right now. Kirk and Jay Jetta and Addison and Hawkinson are going to get their yards. They're going to get their points. And I think this could be a big Brian Flores week. I mean... The score, what? The Chargers only put 24 up on that defense? And that defense stinks. Let's be very clear. This is a very bad Vikings defense, at least personnel-wise. Like, they got a couple guys who we like, but overall, it is a bad defense, and they held the Chargers very good offense to 24 points. Uh, I think this is a week where the Vikings are going to get their first win of the season, The Panthers, without their first-round pick, are going to be 0-4. Yeah, even – it doesn't matter if Bryce Young plays. Like, the Vikings are winning this game, I think, easily. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I believe the Vikings will, will finally get on, on track. I don't know how long it's going to last, but, I mean, the Panthers have uh, clearly been the worst team in the NFC South uh, so far. Uh, Bryce Young is struggling yes. uh, mightily yes. behind that offensive line. So, I mean, I think, uh, I think we're going to get a Minnesota Vikings 1-3 and three record and a little bit of the Kirk Cousins getting traded to New York Jets talk is going to die down a little bit. I don't know why that's coming out. It doesn't really make sense to me bringing in Kirk Cousins in the middle of a regular season with no offseason to go play for another team and they think that that's somehow going to help. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I, I expect the Vikings to win by a couple scores here for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on the same page with you there. Uh, Bryce young is on track to start versus the Vikings. Uh, again, we both don't think that really matters. Uh, the Vikings are just flat out the better team. Uh, minus four and a half. It's a nice line. Uh, but Vikings, Vikings are the team that's going to win this matchup. Yeah. Uh, next one o'clock game. Ooh, this is a really beautiful Derek Carr not playing this game. We will get to see a start. Um, Alvin Kamara back. Uh, Bucks came back down to earth against the Eagles uh, a little last week, but their defense still looks good. Baker Mayfield still looks fine. Like, I I don't know. This is going to be a really weird matchup. It's going to come down to Baker and Jameis and which one is the less of a bonehead. Like, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually like uh, the Saints in this game. If you look back to when Brady was uh, with the Bucks, the Saints – was the only team that dominated Tampa every time they played. Um, I know they won a game uh, last year. That's very true. Uh, but that was a, a Brady kind of um, fourth quarter drive where there's two minutes on the clock. Of course, he was going to score. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Saints are going to have um, that game's a lot of success on defense, and uh, Baker might get picked three times. That's my prediction. Yeah. Yeah, 39 and a half is a very low total. We have seen a lot of low totals this season, though. Uh, I don't know. I But again, when we talk about Baker and Jameis, I think there is a chance where both offenses with these weapons they have a chance to go off, and this could be a shootout randomly. That's what I'm rooting for. Um, do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. We've seen the track record of Baker and Jameis. Not that great. Um yeah, uh, we'll keep rolling in to the 1 o'clock games. Commanders visiting the Eagles. Eagles minus 8, total set at 43.5. Uh, that's a very high number. For a divisional matchup, I mean, we, we've seen how good the Eagles have looked. Um, but I've been saying it. I don't think this Eagles offense is what it was last year. I think if they... Face a front seven that can stop their run game and let Jalen Hurts throw the football because everything's looked off. The run game has looked just as good as it was last year, if not way better. Uh, but just the offense in general and the play calling has looked not as good as last year. And I said last episode where Eagles offense still very good, but not elite uh, at, at this moment anyways. And Commander's front seven is nasty. Uh, uh, so, and I think that they will be able to stop the run game a little bit. Minus eight is a big line. Am I going to take the commanders plus eight? God, no. Uh, that Eagles front seven versus that commander's offensive line and Sam Howell, uh, they're going to feast. But I could see this game getting sloppy through the Eagles and not having it be a runaway win for them. It's going to be a win, but I think it could be closer than people think. Yeah, I disagree. I think uh, the way Sam Howell played last week was just so depressing. It was the worst quarterback game I've so seen bad. this year by far. 
Um, the Eagles had one game where um, they weren't you able just to saw Zach Wilson play. <laughs> hey, he scored a touchdown on us. I was surprised. But, uh, yeah, Philly had one game where they couldn't uh, run the ball, and that was, of course, against New England's defense. Um, it's going to be – it's going to come down to are the commanders going to turn the ball over? Because if they turn the ball over, it's going to be a blowout. And um, I do believe yeah. that Darius Lowe will probably intercept Sam Howell maybe multiple times. He said on his podcast that he's looking to get a pick this week to get to join the 30 club. I think it was the 30 club, 30 interception club. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I'm going Eagles big. I like. I don't mind the line at 8.5. It's a big line, but a lot of people will probably take the Eagles anyways. Let me, let me ask you a question I just yeah. thought of. Do you think Darius Slay is a Hall of Famer? That's a tough question. Um, I would say no, just because he doesn't have any defensive player of the years. He doesn't have any Super Bowl rings. He played no. for the Lions for most of his career. And has he ever been regarded as like a true like top three like corner in the league ever i mean maybe right now so, i have his uh i have his highlights or his uh career awards and stuff so he was first team all pro 2017 five-time pro bowler uh and he led the inner or the nfl in interceptions in 2017 as well so not as many all pros but he's he's been close and i mean all pros are tough to make and obviously those are the clear hall of famers uh I think he might be a good candidate for my Hall of Very Good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Get, yeah, he's had a great career, but I think he's close, but I just don't think, like, he's going to be waiting a while for to get in, Definitely. if that's the case. Um, yeah. Let's keep moving on, though, with this week four preview, and we will go to the best game of the weekend. Miami Dolphins visiting the Buffalo Bills. Bills minus three. Total set at 53 and a half. Uh, I'm going to let you go first because I want to know what you think before yeah. I get going. Um, you're actually going to like what I think is going to happen. Um, Josh Allen has, has played two. Oh, yeah, you hate the Bills. No, I know where this is going. <laughs> Josh Allen has played two good games in a row, and you know exactly what happens when Josh Allen plays two good games in a row. That, that little squirrel in the back of his head comes comes in and starts running the show. And, I mean, if Miami takes a big lead, those pass rushes on Miami are just going to pin their ears back. And and when Josh Allen is pressured, that's when he's more prone to make mistakes. And I, I do believe that Miami can get pressure on Josh Allen this, this week. Um, one thing that does scare me is uh, I don't really know who's going to uh, guard Diggs. Well, it doesn't scare me. I don't care who wins. But uh, yeah. I don't know who's going to. I don't know who's going to guard Diggs, um, so that might be an issue. But Miami, I, yeah, I think that they'll probably switch. Like, I don't think that X is going to be blanketing Diggs all game because we've yeah. seen what's happened in recent years. It hasn't been pretty. Uh Cater Kohu has looked very good to start the season, so I think whatever side of the field Diggs lines up on, it's just going to be whatever guy and whatever safety help they have behind them. Uh yeah. Um, I think whoever wins this game will score 30 points. I don't know whether that will be the Dolphins or the Bills. The Bills have looked, other than that first game, that first game was absolutely abysmal the last two weeks, although they played the Raiders and the Commanders. They looked unstoppable, as they should against teams like that. Uh, are they scoring 70 points a game? No. Uh, yeah, the fact that the Dolphins offense is averaging like 40 something a game right now, like all of our stats are so fucking skewed. I love it. <laughs> um, this is going to be, this is going to be a high scoring game. I, again, am I going to be taking the Dolphins money line? Of course I am Uh dead giveaway for the pick em. Uh I want Bill's money line or not Bill's money line. My God, I want Dolphins money line uh, as my underdog. Uh, it's going to be a very good game. I am very excited. This is the most confident I have been uh, against a Bills team in recent years. Like, I think that our divisional head-to-head, -head, like, I think in the last 10, the Bills have won nine. 
So it, it has not it has not been pretty whatsoever. But no one can stop our offense right now, and I don't think the Bills have the speed on defense to keep up with our guys. I think they have the talent, but I think our speed beats that. I think that McDaniel's play calling will beat that. I think. Because that's the thing. It's not even the passing game game anymore. Our running game has looked fantastic the last two weeks. And the rookie, Devon Achan, I don't like calling him Achan, but he has to be called Achan. Um, it's looked very good. I Dolphins are going to win. I'm taking the Dolphins to win, but it is going to be a close game. And I expect nothing less from the Bills than to give us a close game. Yeah, I'll actually go one step further. I think you all win by two scores. Ooh, ooh, that's a bet. That's a bet. I like that. Yeah. Uh, as for the total, I'm on the over in this game too. I just, I, I like our defense, but we've seen what Josh Allen can do. He is oh, yeah. a threat at all. He is a threat at all times. He is also a threat to himself at all times. Uh, yeah, the stat I just saw about Josh Allen, he hasn't had a turnover-free game since, uh, I think it was like week 8, 2020, or something like that. So, uh, he's due for a turn turnover, which is whether or not Miami limits our turnovers. Uh, I think we do. I think we roll. Uh, I'm happy to choose on the Dolphins. That's a nice surprise, but we're playing the Bills, so it really isn't. Uh <laughs> We will keep going. Uh, Bengals at Titans. Bengals minus two and a half. Total set at 40 and a half. Uh, this game is going to suck. I can just tell you right now, this is going to be a bad, bad game. We know Joe Burrow isn't healthy. And when Joe Burrow isn't healthy, he looks like the quarterback that he's playing. And that's Ryan Tannehill. Uh, yep. I, I really like this Titans defense. I really like this Bengals defense. Yeah, it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be sloppy football. It's going to be defensive football. Uh, Bengals should win, though. The Bengals are the better team on paper, but the Chargers also just lost to the Titans, and the Titans were at home, so I guess we'll see. Yeah, uh, I really, really want to pick the Titans, but unfortunately, yeah, I do believe the Bengals will win. I mean, Tannehill... Um, one doesn't have much help. Two isn't very good. So those two don't add up. Um, the Titans' offensive line is also so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, this yeah. is a very good Bengals defensive line. Yeah, and uh, I'm uh, also glad that we spent money on Zeke this year and not on DeAndre Hopkins because I have not seen DeAndre Hopkins make many plays for the Titans yet. Does he have a chance? Not his fault. Not his fault. You could be right, but. <laughs> I mean, he was uh, he was asking for a fair amount of money, so I'm I'm glad we didn't do it. But that's um, fair. I I believe Cincinnati should get the job done as long as Joe Burrow is uh, playing a little bit better than he did last week because last week wasn't so wasn't so good. Well, I mean, the last three weeks haven't been very good. So yeah, I'm gonna go Cincinnati. Uh, it's not a confident pick. Um, I'm not gonna touch it on the pick 'em. That's a surprise for everyone, I guess. But. Yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna touch that game. Uh yeah, no, this is also a game that I'm going to avoid. I have no idea what's going to happen. So we will keep moving to an AFC North divisional battle. Ravens at Browns. Browns the favorites. Browns minus three. Total set at 40 and a half. Uh let's look at the Ravens injury report right now. Uh Rashad Bateman, Odell Beckham Jr., Gus Edwards, Kyle Hamilton, Justice Hill. Marlon Humphrey, Tyler Linderbaum, David Ojabo, Odafe Owa, Ronnie Stanley, Marcus Williams. And that's not including the guys who have already been put on IR. Sounds um, like a lineup. Yeah, it honestly does. <laughs> um, yeah, so the Ravens are extremely hurt, but this is a tale as old as time now. They're starting to take over the mantle from the Chargers. Uh, but, yeah, I... It's like everything in me wants to be like, oh, the Ravens are still going to find a way to win this game. This Browns defense has been historic to start the season. And I know we can talk about who they've played and they're, the QBs they've gone up against hasn't been great. But 
does it matter that the Browns defense has looked like top three defense in the NFL easily right now? You can also say that they're probably the best defense in the NFL right now. Uh, do I trust Deshaun Watson to have two good games in a row? I do not. Uh, I think some of those guys on the injury injury report will play, but this is another game that I'm just avoiding for AFC North. Those those uh, those battles you can never really tell. Doesn't matter how bad the teams are, how good the teams are. It's always a clusterfuck. So I'm avoiding these matchups in general. Yeah, with all the injuries, it's going to make it tough. But I mean. They haven't played a quarterback like Lamar yet, so um, we'll see how they adjust to that. Um, I mean, they're not going to be able to play the same way because uh, Lamar is going to break free and, and beat you with his legs. So um, it's going to come down to who's healthy and who's not. Um, so it's going to be hard to make a prediction as of right now. I don't know who's going to end up playing. Um, the Ravens are the better football team. I hope they get it done. Um, Cleveland moving to three and one in first place in the AFC North would uh, be a huge blow to our CFL group chat. So let's hope the ratings get it done. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be uh can't let this get too hot there. Um, <laughs> keep going. Last one o'clock game. Uh, it is the toilet bowl of the year. The Broncos coming off a 50 point loss. Uh, go against the Bears. The Bears at home. Broncos favored by minus three and a half. The Broncos, who just lost by 50, are three and a half point favorites to the Bears, and the Bears are at home. That is how bad this Bears team is right now. I said it on Wednesday's show. I think the Bears are the only truly bad team in the NFL right now. I think that we can all agree on that, right? Only bad team? The only truly bad team. Like, this team stinks. I don't think the Panthers are that bad. I think if the Panthers play this Bears team, the Panthers win by 30. That's how bad the Bears are right now. So, yeah, I mean, the Bears are definitely the, the only truly horrible team in the league. But I I feel like they have a chance to, in, on Sunday. I mean, if... No. If Stop. This, no, they do not. I feel like they do. I feel like they do. Okay, no, just hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. So, go for it. The Bears are going going back home. They really can't get embarrassed and go to 0 4. Eberflus is probably gone if, if they get embarrassed at home. I mean, what else can you do? You have to change something. Fields is under so much pressure right now. He's due mm-hmm. for a game where he's not absolutely horrible because last year he actually had a stretch where he was, people thought he was a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, I don't think us, but some people did think that. (laughs) So can, can fields channel something just to keep the game close and competitive. And then at the end, who knows what's going to happen. It's two bad teams going at it. There might be two fumbles in the same play and someone runs it back to the house. Yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking it, it might it might be a close game. That's my gut feeling. I, I, I truly believe that Justin Fields isn't going to be terrible because he can't. Yeah. He like he he's on the verge of getting benched. That's how bad he's being. He's playing. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll um. So to the Matt Eberflus point, where yeah, I think he is definitely on the hot seat. However, him and uh, Ryan Poles. They didn't pick Justin Fields. Justin Fields wasn't their guy. He's the guy that they inherited from the last regime. That's also just kind of how the Bears cycle has worked, is new coach and GM get an old quarterback. It doesn't work. They pick their guy. They get fired. New guy comes in. Old guy doesn't work. Either way, never-ending cycle for the Bears. So I think they'll get a chance to pick their quarterback, especially if it is Caleb Williams. But They had their chance last year. I mean, I wouldn't have picked Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson over what we saw Justin Fields do in the back half of that season last year. But technically, the GM did choose Justin Fields over all of them. So I'm I'm counting. Yeah, but now they have a chance at Caleb Williams, who is way better than those guys. Yeah, but nobody's going to pass up. 
I'm saying if Miami had a first round pick at first overall and Caleb Williams was there, I think two is out of town. Like there, there's so many quarterbacks that are leaving if if they get the first overall pick. I mean, no, I, except for like five that, quarterbacks. That's that's. Caleb is the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. He's better than Trevor Lawrence as a prospect for me. Oh, it's close. It's close. But again, Tua right now is a top 10 quarterback in the league easily. Uh, And if he continues this trajectory that he's on this season, he's winning the MVP. So fuck off that if we have first overall – We'd be picking Caleb Williams. No, nah, we'd be picking you know that uh, rookie uh, contract. Four more years of a rookie contract. That would be fucked. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> either way, um, Broncos Bears. Like I, I think the Broncos are going to win this game. I kind of want to want to pick them minus three and a half. So I, I talked about it. The it's not that the Broncos offense was necessarily bad. I think they had thirteen points on our starting defense. Uh, and Cortland Sutton had two major fumbles that killed drives for them. Uh, so I don't think the offense really played that bad. Again, I think we have an above average defense right now. I think it will become elite once Jalen Ramsey gets back, but this bears defense has one sack on the season so far. I think they're just bad. This bears defense is atrocious. I think that Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and Javante Williams are better by a mile than any defensive player they'll go up against on that Bears defense. And I think that will be the difference. I don't really care what the offense does for the Bears. They've also looked terrible. And this Broncos defense is going to be playing extremely pissed off because they got embarrassed. Like, embarrassed, like... I'm sure that there's some guys who have never been beat that badly in their life. Like, you're trying to tell me that Pat Sertain, who went to Alabama and was a five-star player, was has ever been beat by 50 or even, like, 30 in his whole career? No, that man, is, that man is going to be on DJ Moore's ass the entire game. I want to bet on Pat Sertain to get an interception, but I don't think that's a bet I can actually make. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am I am not putting any faith in the Bears anymore. I have for the first three weeks of the season, and I am just done. I'm ripping off the Band-Aid. Bears are done. They'll move on from Justin Fields. I Then that'll be that. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's really – it's there's no player that lost stock that quickly like Justin Fields this year it's been insane because it's like this was the year it's like hey they got you talent they improved the offensive line not a ton it's still not great but it's better and it's looked terrible all around again we're only a quarter way into the season now we've got a ton ton of football left we'll see if things change uh because they need to uh we'll keep rolling though uh, into the four o'clock games, Raiders at Chargers, Chargers minus five and a half, total set at 48 and a half. Uh, Chargers should easily win this game. I know that you're a big Jimmy G defender. I don't even know if he's going to be playing in this game. No. Uh, no, he's out. I know Jimmy, he's not playing. Okay, that's yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that man has never battled through an injury in his life. Um, yeah, the Chargers are a very good team. They're playing a very bad offense, or actually, yeah, very bad offense and very bad defense. So the Chargers should easily be at two and two by the end of this week, unless Brandon Staley does some fuck shit and ruins it for them. But Josh McDaniels might be an even worse coach. So we'll see. I think it would be better for the Chargers in the long term if they lose this game because they'll be losing to Brian Hoyer. <laughs> And if Brian Hoyer beats Brandon Staley, how do you not fire him? And you're on one and three now and when you're trying to win a Super Bowl. So for Tommy's sake, uh, I hope the Raiders win and Brandon Staley gets fired. But what do I think is going to happen? It will probably be a uh, 31 to like 13 type game for the Chargers. But the Chargers also don't blow anybody out. So it's tough. But uh, LA. Yeah. Yeah. Should be an easy Chargers win. Uh, the latest news on Jimmy G is he is back practicing. I guess we'll see if he makes it to the uh, to the game. Because, I mean, if you bench him, you let him fully rest. You just take this as a loss. You see what Aiden O'Connell can do maybe instead of Brian Hoyer. Um, mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe actually. I'm tripping because it's probably going to be him. 
Yeah. They, they so maybe Brian Hoyer. If McDaniel starts Brian Hoyer, that is a disaster. You have to start Aiden O'Connell in that spot. And if Aiden O'Connell sucks, then you put Brian Hoyer in. But, like, you got to give the younger guy to start. Um, yeah, we're both in on the Chargers. Chargers should roll. Uh, next game up, we got your team here. New England Patriots at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys minus 6.5. Total set at 43.5. Under. This game is going to be an under if I've ever seen an under in my life. These two defenses going against, I don't like either of these offenses right now. Uh, Gonzo covering CeeDee Lamb is going to be a great matchup. Gonzo's been given the gauntlet to start the season so far. Like, yeah. goddamn. And he's yeah. been holding up. He's been holding up. Oh, yeah. AFC Rookie I'm, of the Month there. I'm uh, I'm. The one best thing about this season was we did get Christian Gonzalez at number 17, which is um, huge because we, we, we got a CB1. That's going to be a CB1 for his whole rookie contract. Mm-hmm. He was given his worst game of the season was his week one game. And even then he played unreal in the fourth quarter, was in man on Devontae Smith, made a huge pass breakup on fourth down. Um, he had a, the only receiver that's really gave him some trouble was AJ Brown. Um the uh, the Miami game was his best game by far um, on Tyreek. Um, held him to, I think, three catches for 30 yards when he was on him, um, which is unreal. Um, and uh, last week, I mean, Garrett Wilson uh, was uh, getting mad at everyone on the sideline, and we know why. He was in prison. So, And Zach Wilson is awful at quarterback. Yes, yes, Zach Wilson is awful at quarterback. I agree. Um I would be upset too if I went from Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson, but what can you do, right? So um, I actually uh, like this matchup for the Patriots defense. Uh, I mean, I like the Patriots defense against pretty much every team in the NFL, but this is uh, this is going to be a good one for them. I think uh, once Dak starts feeling that heat and uh, throwing the ball a little too quickly, we can get some turnovers and uh, maybe win a ball game for once. Yeah. Um... I think the only thing I have left on this game is the coaching matchup. Uh, you have Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches to ever coach in the NFL, going against Mike McCarthy, who flat out not a good coach, not a good play caller anyways. Uh, and their offensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer, came out uh, earlier this week and said uh, they're worried about Will Greer still knowing their hand signals from a month ago. Uh the fact that a practice squad QB like Will Greer is in the back of their minds being like, oh my God, we have to switch up our hand signals. The fact that they haven't changed the hand signals from a month ago in training camp, like what are the Cowboys doing? I feel like that's like every week the team switches out their signals. Like, is that not something teams have been doing for the last like 20 years? Teams are just paranoid after the Spygate thing. And and like we had Roethlisberger and Bettis complaining on a podcast last week that the Patriots stole their hand signals, which is completely legal. If you know their hand signals, then you might as well like tell the coach. If you yeah. if you're able to if you're able to tell what they are, you're of course gonna gonna spread the information to your teammates. So um teams I think are a little paranoid about the Patriots and Bill. Um it's not new. Um, um I I truly think that the Patriots can get the job done. It's going to come down to is someone going to make a play downfield? And uh, Mac's not been perfect. He hasn't thrown the greatest deep balls this year. Um, has Mac been good at avoiding bad throws? A hundred percent. He hasn't made many mistakes. Even the pick to Howard against Miami. I mean, it was kind of just Parker got bodied. Um, yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I trust Mac. I, I mean, he's going to be under pressure. They're going to have to get the run game going. Another thing, Ezekiel Elliott back in uh, Dallas, he's going to try to make him pay a little bit. So I'd uh, hit the over on the Zeke rushing props this week because he did look good last week against the Jets, and uh, he looked better than Ramondre um, objectively. So I think I think I'll have to bet Zeke anytime touchdown this week. I just feel like that's that's inevitable. Like. Even if they get to the goal line and it's been all Ramondre the entire drive, they're going to give it to Zeke just so he can stick it to the Cowboys. Because yeah. I think Bill usually lets his players like do that. Like I think when you guys got to the red zone, I feel like you tried to feed uh, feed Mike Gusecki there a little bit. No, we tried to run an illegal play with Hunter Henry blocking and then catching the ball after. Fair, yeah. <laughs> 
So yeah, was supposed to go to Gasecki, but then Henry just took his man down the entire field and then yeah. broke away. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh yeah. So 43 and a half. Like I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I don't see any offense really breaking away. Uh we'll see who gets this under. I don't know if you actually like the under or if you think somehow the offenses are gonna or the Patriots offense is gonna score a ton of points against Micah Parsons. Is that's that's another defense they got embarrassed last week. That Dallas defense really got embarrassed, and they have a good coach. Dan Quinn is a good defensive coordinator, and Micah Parsons is going to play his ass off against. I don't even know who your tackle is. It's still uh, is it who's the rookie? Is it City So? It's still uh, uh, no, the O line. So he was a backup. He he's actually hurt right now, but Trent Brown's back. And uh, per PFF, yeah. Trent Brown has been the best O lineman in the league this year. I don't know how because he hasn't looked great, but. <laughs> Big ups, Trent Brown. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next game up, Cardinals at the Niners. After a big Cardinals win against the Cowboys, the Niners are still two touchdown favorites, minus 14, total set at 43 and a half. Uh, the Niners are going to win this game. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, like – you're not going against a Mike McCarthy coach team anymore. Kyle Shanahan is a very good coach and he has good coaches around him. One of the best defenses in the league, one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, Cardinals have been playing really hard. James Conner, Josh Dobbs, Hollywood Brown. They've been exceeding my expectations for them going into the year. The defense has also played really well. Zayvon Collins has really broken out. Uh, for this Cardinals team, but uh, going to be a nine easy Niners win. Simple as that. Yeah, um, the Cardinals uh, have grabbed a lead in every ball game that they've uh, they've played in so far, and uh, they've blown two of them and won one of them. So um, the Cardinals are are not as bad as I thought they would be. Um, no, good job to um, Josh Dobbs because. He's playing very, very well for a guy that got traded there a couple weeks before the season started. And uh, uh, he's looked good. So he's looked a lot better than, than some quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, so congrats to Josh Dobbs on uh, making some, himself some more money. And uh, avoid Nick Bosa. Yeah. Um, minus 14, though. Two Too touchdowns many. is a lot. Too many. But look. Like, but we've also seen what the Niners have done to teams week after week so far. Uh, it's more, it's like, do you believe this is a real David and Goliath battle? Do you think that the juggernaut Niners are going to just keep rolling and doing what they're doing? Or are the pesky underdog Cardinals who have just been playing good, hard football are going to... That's the thing. I'm, I'm not giving the Cardinals a chance to win this game, but I'm talking about just covering the spread. Mm-hmm. Like, can this group of underdogs cover the spread against the Niners? Yeah. Maybe. 14 is a lot of points. It's a lot. It's a lot for an NFL game. Yeah. But we're also coming away from, like, games last week where the Dolphins won by 50 and the Bills won by 32. Yeah. And the, what did the Chiefs win by? The Chiefs won by 35? 41 to three, I believe. Yeah, so fucking. 40 something to three. Yeah, I think it was 41 to 10. Because oh. DJ oh, yeah. scored a touchdown. Yeah. 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 Uh, either way, uh, next game up, we're on the Sunday night football now. Chiefs at Jets. This was supposed to be a great matchup. Mahomes versus Rodgers. But no, we get Mahomes versus Zach Wilson. Uh, Chiefs minus eight and a half. Total set of 41 and a half. Bet every Jets under you possibly can for this game. Uh, This is a very good Chiefs defense. I am sticking to it that they have been very, very good to start this year. Uh, The Jets flat out stink on offense. The Jets defense will play hard as they have been all season so far. Uh, And I think the Jets defense will give Kansas City some fits and some trouble because I'm not sold on the Chiefs offense in general right now. I think it's they haven't really had to go against tough defenses. I mean, they only put up 17 on the Jags, and we just saw what Houston did against the Jags last week. Um, obviously, they kicked the shit out of the Bears, but who wouldn't? Uh, 
So I think this Chiefs offense will struggle. But at the end of the day, I think this could look like a 23-3 to matchup because the Jets just won't be able to move the ball whatsoever. Uh, the Jets just brought in Trevor Simeon. I don't know if they feel confident enough at halftime to give him the reins of the offense and see what he can do. But enough is enough with Zach Wilson. The Jets' defense defensive players are already fed up with how bad the offense has looked. Easy Chiefs win. The Jets suck. Don't you find it funny that every time Zach Wilson plays against the Patriots defense, the next week is just like, we need this guy out of town. There's absolutely no hope. He has no confidence against the Patriots. And I don't know what, like, what happened. He has no confidence in any game. But he going against the Bill Belichick defense is, I mean, like Sam Darnold, he's seeing ghosts out there. Like, no, 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 but it's a different level. Like, I watch Zach Wilson play when he's not playing against the Patriots, and he looks like – Maybe he can make a play here or there. He can get out of the pocket, have a nice toss downfield. When he plays the Patriots, he just looks like he's going to shit his pants. And I don't know what's going on. I think he has two touchdowns and eight interceptions, and he's 0-5 against us. So, I mean, like, he's, he, better, he better put up some points against the Chiefs because he's, he's not going to start the next game if he doesn't. So... I, I like the under in this game. Um, I do think it'll be close. Um, what did you say the yeah. line was? Uh, Chiefs minus eight and a half, total 41 and a half. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I would take the Chiefs with the points. I, 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 the Jets can keep it close with their defense. And if Zach Wilson can just have a couple drives, I'm looking at like a 21 to 17 Chiefs win. Zach Wilson has never put together a drive in his life. Uh, <laughs> It's just, it's yeah, I have like literally zero faith in Zach Wilson as a quarterback. And I don't think I've had zero faith in a QB since a guy like Christian Ponder when he played for the Vikings. And Adrian Peterson was just carrying that offense the entire time. Like, he's that bad. And he's been starting, he's been starting for a while now. And he's this bad. Um, yeah, I don't think – I mean, like, maybe the run game and Brees Hall can just go off, but, like, the Chiefs' defense has been really good to start this year. But yeah. I, I really want to emphasize of how much I like this Chiefs' defense. It is the better – the Chiefs' defense is will be the reason why they make a Super Bowl if they do make a Super Bowl. I'm going to make myself very clear on that right now. Um, yeah, uh, last game up. Monday night football, Seahawks at Giants. It is a pick'em. Total set at 47 and a half. I don't know why it's a pick'em. The Seahawks are a way better team than the Giants, especially at this moment. It's and I don't I don't think Saquon is trending the play. I will look that up quickly right now. But uh Giants offense has looked bad. The Giants defense has also looked very bad. Kayvon Thibodeau looks terrible if we're really being honest that man has no effort out there currently really needs to get it going if the defense is going to be as good as i thought that they could have been uh i think a seahawks pick them is dis disrespectful but i think the seahawks are going to win this game yeah i was about to say that when you said pick them i was surprised i almost opened yeah. DraftKings right away um <laughs> seattle should win um, I guess they're taking the, the New York uh, home field advantage into play, um, but it shouldn't matter. I mean, Gino um, has looked good after um, a rough week one. So um, I saw a mic'd up clip of him uh, encouraging Jackson Smith and Jigbo, who's had a rough start to his rookie season. And uh, he looks like he's a good leader and has got a good grasp of uh, what the team wants to do. And then it looks like his teammates love him. Um, so a lot of people weren't sure about Geno going into the year, but um, I like what I've seen. And uh, I do believe Seattle is going to be a good football team this year. Mm. Uh, let's not forget that this is a Geno Smith revenge game. Um, there you go. All right. So, uh, yeah, the pick -em is nuts to me. I don't understand it. Uh, yeah, I think we both think the Seahawks are going to win. I think the Seahawks are going to win quite easily. Um if I'll add that, but uh, week four preview has now been wrapped up. Let's go straight into the pick'em. Uh, Chew, actually, let me just explain it. Uh, 
So as always, we will pick a fave, a dog, an over and under, and a money line dog. Uh, we can pick from the same games, but can't pick the same bets. Um, yeah, let's. I've. What have I started this year? I, I think I'm 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 one pick above 500 right now. So I'm staying hot. Uh, as my guest, I'll give you the first selection. So where are we going? And how did Tommy do? I just want to beat him. Uh, what did Spills do that week one? Uh, here, I'll let you say your pick, and then I'll let you know. All right, all right. So I'm just going to get it get it out the way, and I'm going to put my dog pick right right now. I'm going to go, yeah, Patriots money line. I'm going to take him as my dog, and I uh, how to do it. I'm dog. confident this week. Sorry. Dog or money line dog? No, money line dog. Ooh, damn, okay. Money line. They're going to win the game outright. And I'm just confident in Dak Prescott not knowing what to do with the football and uh, being a little confused by Bill Belichick. Maybe a, the first pick six of the year for the New England Patriots because you know they like to get the pick sixes, but they haven't had one this year, and I've been waiting for it. So I think this is the week. Yeah. Uh, I also – that's that's not a bad – Patriots defensive touchdown. That's not a that's not a bad bet there. Uh, Spills went two and three uh, in uh, in the week one there. Uh, the difference was I had Dolphins as my money line dog and he had Chargers minus three. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that was the difference. So you have Pat's money line, and just because I can, I'm also going to go with my money line dog right off the bat. Uh, I'm going with the Dolphins. There we go. Easy. Dolphins money line. I think we win this game. I think that we are the better team right now. And I think we're going to put our nuts on the table and tell the Bills that, hey, we're the team to beat in the AFC East right now. Your time is done. The Dolphins are here now. Yeah. Um, I mean, in my mind, uh, it only um, changes when uh, an AFC East team wins the Super Bowl. So we are still the reigning champions. But sure. <laughs> but I agree with you that Miami will win this game. Uh, I think they're the better football team, and I think right now they have a better quarterback. So That is um, agreed. <laughs> and for uh, my next pick, uh, I'm going to take the uh, over um, in the uh, Minnesota and Carolina game. I think uh, the Panthers aren't, aren't too sure what to do on defense this week with uh, Minnesota being at 0-3. And... Uh, Bryce Young can't be bad, can't be horrible three weeks in a row, right? Against this bad defense, we're going like you, a would, third, hope. you would hope so. Thirty to twenty four for the for the Vikings, something like that. Also, Adam Thielen revenge game. Can't forget there that. You go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, the Vikings defense just flat out isn't good. The Panthers offense should be able to just score points. In general, and this is a very good Vikings off or passing game, anyways, going against a very banged up Panthers defense right now. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson is just an automatic over 100 yards in any game. So, probably going to bet that too. This is part of the reason why I like these episodes because I talk about the games and then I figure out all the bets in my head. Sometimes I remember them and other times I forget, like the fucking Saquon Barkley two touchdowns. So, just about that one still. I'm going to go with my favorite here, and I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Pick them. Um, I mean, yeah, we just talked about this game. The Seahawks are just flat out the better team, better offense. Uh, Seahawks defense hasn't been very good, but both of the Giants units have looked bad to start this year. And no Saquon Barkley again this week for them, so the offense won't be great. So Seahawks as my favorite. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, you should win that one. Um, but I'm trying to go perfect this week. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the under in, uh, the Steelers and Texans, um, it was 42 and a half. Thought it would mm-hmm. be in the high thirties. Um, I don't see a way where the offenses are, are leading the dance. So yeah, agreed. I'm going to go. And like, like we both agree that this is going to be a close game, but there's no way it's a close game where both teams score more than 20. Yeah. So I, I I think that's a good pick. I like that pick. Uh, I'm also going to go with my under and I'm going to go. What was the under in that game? Under 
I think it's 43 and a half, under 43 and a half in Patriots Cowboys. Uh, Again, I think this Cowboys defense is going to be pissed off after losing to this Cardinals team last week. Uh, Mac Jones better look out because Micah Parsons is going to be on a fucking mission. Uh, Yeah. And I just think both defenses are very good and they're playing against offenses where I'm not huge fans of them. Uh, I mean, we just said it. Uh, I don't think both of these teams score 20. So under 43 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a tough, uh, if it's a turnover game, it might go over just because teams are going to get the ball in the red zone or the defense mm-hmm. might, might steal a touchdown or something. It's the only way I can see it going over is if there's short fields. Um, I'm gonna take my uh, my dog or my 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 spread dog um, with yeah. Cardinals plus fourteen. Um, just too many. There points. we go. And the Cardinals have taken the lead in every game, so if they can do that again. They should be able to cover, but who knows? I mean, Kyle Shanahan wants to send a message to a divisional opponent, and he might just blow them out. But we're gonna go with four plus fourteen Cardinals. Okay. Uh yeah. I mean, it's hard to disagree with that pick. The Cardinals have been playing hard. Every single game so far, they've been in every single game that they've been in. Two touchdowns. It's just, that's a lot of points to cover. Uh, I think that's, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, Ooh, I have to figure out, what do I have? I have a dog and an over. There was a dog that I liked that we talked about. It's the Colts. I'm going to pick the Colts plus one at home. Uh, Uh... I like Anthony Richardson. I think Anthony Richardson is going to score a touchdown in this game as well. He's scored a touch, a rushing touchdown in any, every game he's been been in so far. Uh, I think the Rams have come back down to earth after the big couple of games that they've had. Um, yeah, I I just think the Colts win this game. Colts plus one. Yeah, good call. Um, I, I mean, Colts uh... – They've been solid this year. They they haven't been as bad as uh, a lot of people thought they would, especially uh, without Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. So they can get a haul for him and then load up on whatever they want. They need draft picks or another player or whatever it is. Um, should help them. Uh, Colts Colts future isn't looking so bad. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too down bad if I was a Colts fan right now, um, especially with Richardson being uh, looking good, looking like he he, he belongs there. Um, for I believe my last one is my favorite, my spread favorite. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to decide right now. So I like the Saints, but they're they have them at minus three and a half. So I think I'm gonna have to leave that, and I'm gonna take the Eagles at minus. What is it? I have minus nine here, but I think you said minus eight and a half on yours. The score has it minus eight and a half. Uh, uh, depending. What book? I'll just I'll, yeah. I will move the line to minus eight and a half if it isn't Sounds what good. it is. Yeah, on, I'll do, I'll do whatever you got. I'll, I'll give whatever you got. I think the Eagles win this game by multiple scores, uh, force some turnovers from Sam Howell, and uh, and get a get a nice little uh, blowout win under their belt. Yeah. Okay. Um, I need my over, and I am looking at all of these, and I kind of hate all of them. Um. I can take, yeah, nah, I don't want to take from the same game, but I, I think I might actually, no, I won't, I'll, uh, I'll stick to it, uh, I'm going to go with the London game, actually, no, London games always go under, fuck, <laughs> actually, no, 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 I'm, no, I'm all in, Falcons, Jags over 43 and a half, okay, one of these offenses are going to get going, I think this is a game where both teams could score 20, I hope that both teams score 20, uh, there's not a lot of overs that I like this week, especially in games that I've – I like the overs of games that I've taken from, basically. Yeah. Uh, so not great, but uh, it's literally a 50-50 chance because we have no idea what, what the fuck we're talking about. So over 43-and-a-half Falcons-Jags in London. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on with the London games, but for sure I, I don't believe in the Jaguars defense. I can tell you that. So um... Yeah. The only problem maybe is if uh, the Falcons just try to run that clock the whole game and don't really let the Jags have the ball for a while. But, I mean, if the Jags can take the lead, I think the over is safe. Um, if the Falcons take the lead, it might be a little stressful. But 
Mm-hmm. Not a lot of games have been going over this year. Uh, Julian Edelman had a good quote. He said, with all the NFLPA new regulations in, in terms of practice and not being able to hit each other, everyone on offense is sloppy. Um, they're not, except not the going, Dolphins. Yeah, except the Dolphins. But, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> we got to look into that then. Maybe they're holding some practices somewhere. But um, the O-line, the O-lines are, are not good this year. Um, they're giving up a lot of pressure. And um, receivers and quarterbacks just aren't in sync to start the year. And I thought it was a really good point, and I saw that, and I agree with yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, less reps, less execution, you know. So, I mean, I don't know if uh, if you knew this, but for week one, I bet a I made a 10, 10 game under parlay for week one, and I hit it. There you yeah. go. There you go. That's, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. And they like week one unders always hit. I, I yeah. think they were like twelve and four that week. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, okay. This has been a great show. We are just under your five o'clock deadline. Um any final thoughts going into the weekend here? Go Pats and like this is this is the game because I mean the only time Mac had um a, a nice clutch fourth quarter moment in his career so far is when he hit Kendrick Bourne right after throwing a pick six to Trayvon Diggs to give up the lead. And Kendrick Bourne took it. Like 75 yards to the crib on Trayvon Diggs. So, Mac, let's do the same thing this time, but then the defense has got to hold Dak on that final drive and get the dub. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, I think that game will be a defensive battle. It'll, it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top. Uh, we will end it here, though. If you will, actually, thank you so much for coming on. Always appreciate whenever whoever wants to come on uh good ball discussions today you didn't make me mad which is i think is one of the first times you haven't done that uh but yeah we will end it here if you've liked this please like share retweet subscribe all that fun stuff and until next time peace